underwear with eyes on them and a mouth and they're singing. Broad bit of everything. This is the Broad Bit of Everything podcast. You're here with Jess and James Musterpick. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. How exciting. Who are you, James? Um, I'm a comedian and a, um, a man from Dunedin Ooh. who now lives in Auckland. Yeah. <laughs> I've known James for like the last, how many? Like Yeah, probably six, six years. Yeah, yeah. And I... I discovered you on YouTube making Shorty Street Scandal. <laughs> That's right. Then we, I don't know how I, I think I just followed you on Instagram or Twitter or something. And then we just started talking and we met for the first time at the Santa Parade. Yes. <laughs> Right. Iconic when we both met KJ Upper. Yes, and Riverdale star. <laughs> Archie. Mm, yes. Uh, yes, that was really, that was beautiful. I was just coming up on a trip from Dunedin to, um, to Auckland and yeah, ran into you. And your Christmas sweater. <laughs> and how old were you? Like 14? I was 13. Oh. <laughs> and I was probably, yeah, I think I was I just think, turned 19. Yeah. <laughs> So Shorty Street Scandal, mm. how did, why did you start making Shorty Street Scandal? So Shorty Street Scandal, I hear you ask, what is it? What mm. is it, James? Well, it was a, a weekly recap of uh, Shortland Street um, when I lived in Dunedin. And yeah, I, I would recap all of the silliest moments of the week and it was quite comedic, I think. <laughs> Yes, it was. It was a highlight of my Sundays. Thank you. That's so kind. Why did you start making it? Well, I was grew up in Dunedin and I did not have many friends. <laughs> uh, I went to an all-boys school and did not fit in that well. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't too bad. But yeah, I was kind of like, um, I loved watching Shortland Street and... I, um, my mum and I would come home and we would love to watch Shortland Street. And so I, yeah, I know I always thought it was so ridiculous. So yeah, I had just thought I would do some videos about it. Yeah. And videos they were, they were, <laughs> how many did you make? Uh, maybe probably 50 or yeah. no, maybe not a hundred, but yeah, maybe. Around closer. 50, I mm. think. Yeah. Mm. What was your favorite episode that you made? <laughs> Well, I got invited to go to the Shortland Street set a couple of times, and those were always really fun. And, um, yeah, I guess those ones. It's hard to, they all kind of blur together, all the Shortland Street episodes, because there's so many of them. It all kind of um, blends into one. So I, I can't really remember, like, a specific episode that I did that stands out. They all stand out for me. Oh, that's so kind. Like... I can't even the zoom ups and the voice effects and your singing and singing segments. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's thank you. Were you doing comedy before Shorty Street Scandal? No, I wasn't. So I did some YouTube videos before Shorty Street Scandal, which were all terrible, and then and no one watched them. And um, then yeah, through Shorty Street Scandal, I um, there was quite a few comedians in Auckland who watched it actually for some reason. And then I, that was kind of partially why I decided to move to Auckland the next year. And then, yeah, I started, I started comedy that year when I moved to Auckland. So you'd say it would jumpstart your career? Well, you know, it did help actually, yeah. <laughs> so I went to your Shorty Street Scandal live show. Mm -hmm. That was my first time in a bar. Oh my gosh, right. I was only 14. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so crazy. 
Um, and didn't she have like another shorty? Wait, so you had yes. Shorty Street Scandal live in 2015 mm. and then 2016. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And it was always very stressful trying to fit that in. And I always thought, like, God, do people want to see an hour of Shortland Street based comedy? You know, it's a lot. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> I think we all know by now that yeah. we do. Well, that I do anyway. Um, what opportunities um, has it given you? Mm. Well, you uh, it's kind of weird because you um it's always the strangest people. I thought it would just be like young Shorty Street fans like you who who watched my videos, but yeah, it kind of hit quite a range of um demographics of um older people as well. And um yeah, a lot of the Shorty Street cast watched them as well, which was really sweet. So I yeah, got to be on Shorten Street a couple of times in the background and um this year I was on as a as a comedian, uh which was very exciting. But yeah, also um I think it's really helped me grow my audience because I've um doing stand up shows, it's hard to get people to come along. But um, I was able to sort of promote myself to those Shorty Street Scandal fans from years ago, and they still come and and support, which is really sweet. Speaking of comedy, um, you had your James and Janet reality show on YouTube. Mm, Yes. What was that about? So that was um, a show that um, I actually was really proud of that. Um, didn't get me any fans, but that's okay. You had me. Thank you. That's very kind. I hope to do more. Um, so it was basically a a show where it was scripted. I wrote it, um, but it was sort of also based on reality, and it was sort of a mockumentary uh, style series with my mum, and um, called Janet, and she was um, a terrible mother, and yeah, it was also kind of based on a little bit on reality. Yeah, so it was. Um, a very silly series, mostly about my mum trying to um, get back with her ex-husband. Um, and I just thought that idea was very funny for some reason, but probably just only me. Um, and your sister? Yes, and my sister, who um, is very normal. But my sister growing up always would say that my mum favoured me. And so that's kind of also come... Bro- been brought into the series where Janet, the mother, does not like Jenny, my sister, <laughs> and she loves me very much. So that's kind of um, also a little bit um, not, you know, not based on reality. My mum would definitely never say that um, she has any favourites. But um, yeah, you know, I thought it was kind of funny. Got some inspiration from that. Yeah. With stand up comedian, what has been your favourite set? Oh. Well, oh, that's a hard one. Last year I did a show called The Blair Witch Projector, which you came along and saw, which was very nice. Um, yeah, I was really proud of that show. I've only done two. Well, I've um, written three-hour shows, which takes a lot of work. And this year it kind of all got cancelled due to COVID, the Comedy Fest, which was really a shame. So, um, yeah, last year I was really proud of my show. It was about a haunted projector. And it was very silly, but very fun. I um, worked very hard on it. Mm. Your shows have been like the best. I feel like my my sense of humour, I think we've got kind of like the same sense of Mm. humour. They make me laugh every single time. Oh, that's so kind. So you said that the Blair Witch Projector was your, like, would that be like the best show you've done? 
Yeah, I guess so. So I'm I'm doing a new show at the moment, so I probably shouldn't say. But it's just because of COVID, it's all been kind of like postponed and moved around. So it is a bit more. I haven't quite. I've only done it um, a couple of times. So I'm still getting it final. It often takes, you know, quite a few runs of the show to get it like exactly where you want it to be. So, um, yeah, I was really proud of that show by the end, by the end of the comedy fest. I was like, yes, this is really great. Oh, that's right. Because you were nominated for the Billy T Award. Mm, yes. Yeah. And I'm also nominated this year as well. Yay. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed. The big question. Mm. <laughs> have you got your driver's license yet? <laughs> I have. I have. Yay. I got my license specifically because I thought it would be funny, because I used to joke a lot in my shows about not being able to drive. So I thought it would be funny if I could reveal at the end of the show that I actually did get my restricted license. <laughs> Any plans for the future of your comedian career? Hmm, well, it's all I, I wanted to go to Melbourne Comedy Festival next year, but that's looking very unlikely because it's in March and... It just seems like that festival is not going to go ahead. Um, and it was cancelled this year as well. So it's a bit of a shame. But, yeah, I hope um, yeah, I hope to keep growing my audience. And um, hopefully, yeah, just keep building up. And, yeah, eventually when things get better with COVID, I'd love to go overseas. Although it would be scary. But, yeah, that's a goal for the, you know, distant future. Yeah. Mm. So you've done a lot of other videos about um, Kiwi, Kiwiana, as, mm, so to say. That's right, yeah. What's been the tea on those? <laughs> so, yeah, I had a series after Shorty Street Scandal called Repressed Memories. And, that yeah, that was all about NZ um, kind of... Um, Pop culture. Yeah, and mostly, like, repressed stuff from the early 2000s or things we'd all forgotten about that I um that I wanted to revisit um which was really fun doing those yeah so you did videos of a whole bunch of like shows and events and stuff mm, yes yeah what are the worst ads that you've seen <laughs> well um I think the most like iconic one NZ TV ads were those ACC think safe ads which a lot of people know from their childhood of, like, the lady comes out and is like, yeah, I want my kids to have a nutritious breakfast. That's why I give them fruity bars. And then she's, like, walking along and she's like, they're so delicious, full of packed, packed with healthy ingredients. And then she falls through a glass table, slips on a um, toy truck <laughs> and falls face first through a glass table and then it, like, freeze frames or, like, zooms out. And then it's, like, cleaning up toys around your home can be a good way of... I can't remember what it says. But basically it's, like, be careful around your home and um, watch out. And, and then, then the ACC logo just comes yeah, up. Yeah. And there's also one for, like, a guy climbing up a ladder. And he's, like, oh, something like some sort of paint brand. that They've made up a few different brands. And, yeah, he's, like painting he's like it glides on so nicely i'm painting my roof and then he slips off the um, ladder and falls onto his back so those are pretty horrific 
Um, but also kind of funny. I remember as a kid kind of laughing because it's like you get such a fright and it's like so unexpected. So those were really, you know, they were powerful ads. They really got you. Mm. Um, and the 3B cream. Yes. It's, I was just going to say that was another legendary ad, which um, with the, I guess, like underwear with eyes on them and a mouth and they're singing. And then the bra. Yes, the bra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're singing. Do we have to suffer and cry the whole day through? <laughs> I guess it's like for chafing, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Like 3B cream that you put on for like rashes and mm. like you said. <laughs> yeah, that was a um that's one that really scarred me as a child as well. <laughs> Do you know why you like Kiwi pop culture so much? Mm, I don't really I guess um that's a tricky question. I think it's just like partially what I was saying earlier of like I didn't have that many friends growing up. And also we didn't really have like the internet in this. Well, you know, we obviously had the internet, but it wasn't like we were all going on TikTok and watching like American influencers or like people like that, Jojo Siwa. Like it was all kind of like local stuff that you'd watch. Like you'd come home and what was on TV was like, you know, NZ TV presenters, yeah, doing that stuff. So I think it was, like, very ingrained in my childhood. Whereas, yeah, I guess now it's, like, kids love the YouTubers because everyone can just tune into that. But, yeah, there wasn't so much of that stuff. We, all we had was Harry Potter puppet pals. Not oh, sure. <laughs> yes. So who is, like, the most, like, famous person you've met or worked with? Or... <laughs> Um, wow. Um, I guess KJ Apo is the most famous person I've met, probably. But I don't think he has unfollowed me, unfortunately. So, Same. Yeah. Um, but very occasionally, because he retweeted a few of my Shorty Street scandals, sometimes I get people liking them. Also, I guess, yeah, I guess he's like the most mainstream person. Um, you know, Chris Warner, he knows who I am. What's been the... M- funniest joke you've made (laughs) um mm, that's a tricky one I think one of the good ones I've done I think I'm allowed to say this word because I am gay um (laughs) I did I had this bit in my show last year with um I said that I loved the song Dido White Flag and then the ghost who was haunting my projector uh changes that so that it says James White Fag (laughs) That was always, um, that that got a good laugh in the show. If you could change anything about the comedy industry as it is, what would Mm. you change? Oh, that's a very interesting question. Well, I think, um, you know, I would love more women. I think there's definitely, um, lots of great women who are starting and performing, um, so, yeah, I would love an industry that is really supporting and, um, you know, nourishing. <laughs> is that the right Respecting. word? Respecting. Yeah. Um, yeah, women comedians. And, and yeah, I also would just love the industry to be, to always, I would love to have a, a, a vibrant scene that everyone in the world comes and support. Are you going to be on YouTube a bit more? I would like to, but I don't know. I guess it all depends. I'm just too. I want to do another season of James and Janet reality show. I actually was writing some of it in lockdown when I was in the last Auckland lockdown, and yeah, I'm really excited. I did one 
episode in the first lockdown, the James and Janet reality show coronavirus special. And people really enjoyed that, actually. Like, I was expecting not many people to care. But, um, yeah, people really enjoyed. So I think I will do a few more. And this has been the end of the seventh episode of the Bit of Everything podcast here with me, Jess, and James Mustapick. Thanks for having me, Jess. Thank you for coming on. Plug your socials. Where can listeners follow you? Mm, Well, um, I'm just at... James Mustapick, M-U-S-T-A-P-I-C, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And, um, yeah, you can check me out there pretty much. And, um, yeah. YouTube? Yes, YouTube as well. Yeah, just search my name and it'll probably come up. Or Shorty Street Scandal, whatever takes your fancy. Yes. Thank you, James. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.